Of Double Thought Dimension. I'm your host, Derek. Today we're joined by me, Tony. That's my wife, if you didn't know. Um, if you've been listening to this for a while, you probably have guessed that the other co host's name is Tony, who is my wife. Yes, I am your wife, and I'm here with you to do another episode. So let's jump on it. All right, before we get into the episode, I would like to first thank any producer out there. Uh, number one, I'd like to thank number two. Two producers are Chelsea and Izzy. They are monthly sustaining producers of this podcast. Without them, we would be flapping in the wind, uh, awaiting poverty and laying on the ground suffering. Rolling around, <laughs> moaning and groaning. <laughs> because nobody likes us. Why don't you like us? Uh, without them, we're, you know, thank you very much to them. Uh, the next person I would like to thank is Turbo Faggot. He has emailed again uh, this week. We Turbo Faggot strikes again. Yes, we appreciate all emails and correspondence, and we great, greatly enjoy reading the correspondence. So thank you again, Turbo Faggot. I'd also like to thank all the producers and listeners to Behind the Schemes chat during the Monday live shows. I'd like to thank uh, Sir Bimrose and Midas, uh, Chunta, who we listened to his music a while back, and all the uh, hosts of Behind the Schemes, uh, Booberry Lavish and Quirkess. Thanks again. Okay, that pretty much sums up our thank yous, and now we'll just get into the episode. Today we're going to be talking about just w- what's going on. What What's going on in our world today? Um, what What is going on in our reality? Question one. Are you, are you I'm literally, asking, I'm asking literally, you, yeah. He's literally asking me. Okay, right now in our reality, if we're talking about literally right now, we're doing a podcast. Um, if you're broadening your scope... Um, to the world, I'd say we're in utter chaos at this point. Um, I was just watching a video, was it yesterday or the day before? But they were, somebody was sharing like uh, collaborated videos of like essentially a revolution that's going on right now, basically. People fighting back and not allowing um, their governments to keep pushing forward with this nonsense, you know. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Where was that at? It was all over. It was it was like a modge podge of videos from all over, from tons of countries, tons of states, cities around the world, um, of people fighting back and protesting, and and some of it looked kind of violent, and some of it was pretty peaceful. Um, but people who just aren't willing to deal with what we got going on anymore. Yeah, I wonder if. Because it's global. I mean, what's go- whatever is going on right now is global. It's not just here. It's not just, you know, this country or that. Co- it's everywhere. So something big is going on because they're trying to essentially do world domination at this point with this bullshit. Yeah, the, the, the major powers of the world have all been in lockstep with each other, uh, imposing ever-increasing lockdown measures and mandates, all this type of things, which... Where else can you experience a lockdown? Where would you experience a lockdown? 
ever. If you if you were um, if I got arrested, maybe yeah, for doing something dumb. But what what, what is a lockdown? How how can know. a person never been on one who is living in a, a free society be in a lockdown? A lo- a lockdown is a term in prison where the the inmates were bad, so they're locked in their cells for a certain period of time because something has has happened. That's where the term lockdown comes from. It's a prison term. So how could we as as free humans be locked down in our own society that we we have elected these officials and pay their salaries and they somehow are able to lock us down into our own homes and tell us what to do? I don't think so. Well, yeah, and I was talking with I have a cancer friend in Canada and she was saying that for months they weren't even allowed out of their house. Like they could get arrested for just coming out of their house. And it's like, well, you have a yard. It doesn't matter. Like I couldn't, my brain basically just exploded when she said that. Because like, you know, I mean, guess where we are, it really isn't super terrible. Because um, we're not a big community. And we get overlooked, I think, a lot, maybe, or maybe we're just because we're rednecks over here. I don't well, know. Well, we're we're a rural area, and no one cares about this area because right. we're 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 about a ways away from Minneapolis. We're a ways away from Eau Claire. We're a ways away. There's nowhere that's immediately next to us, so we're we're uh, we're nothing, uh, right? In, in the grand scheme of things, as far but as I couldn't the imagine, you can, I couldn't imagine, quote unquote, owning my own home. And then not being able to go outside to my fucking yard if I want to, you know, that would blow my mind. Right. It, it makes you it, it makes you question and wonder what what's really going on in our society. Um, here's two more questions. Why are we living in such a strange state of affairs? And why does everything seem to be upside down in our world? Actually, so um, I just read this, I think this morning or last late last night. Um but it was a thing saying that secretly the government has the ability to like look into the past and future basically. So this is just a theory, obviously that I, you know, I haven't looked into this. It's something I just read. And so I'm passing it on along. But anyway, they were saying that basically they, so the elite, whatever you want to call them, aliens, who knows, whatever, whatever they are, um, they have the ability to look into the past and to the, and to the future and for whatever reason, no matter what timeline they looked down, that December 21st, 2012 was like a pivotal point in the universe or society's consciousness. No matter what they did, no matter what timeline they went down, no matter what, you know, because so picture this. Okay, so picture this. The government has multiple timelines, just like we do. Like we have a choice every single day, millions of times a day on what we can do. Which leads us to different outcomes, different other choices, etc. So say they have the ability to look at each one of their options and then look into the future to see where that takes them. No matter what good or bad they did, it all came down to that date and it all stopped there with the world um, waking up, essentially. That was what supposedly the December 21st, 2012 was, was the day that they knew that they were basically on the downfall. Um, So if... And again, this is just a theory. If that were the case, then maybe right now is it's panic time. They had to, you know, whatever. They're trying something new that they didn't look down or maybe they did and this was their best 
if he shot, I don't know. Um, or maybe they know they're doomed regardless, but they're going to try anyway. Um, I just thought that that was really interesting and maybe it's a plausible reason, um, or explanation as to why we're in such a crazy world right now or end of the world. Who knows? That could be possible. December 21st, 2012, I think was the official end of the Mayan calendar. Right. Some people believe that the world actually ended at that at that date and we've been living in a sim reality since ever since then <laughs> that's another theory that people think and what you're talking about is uh looking glass technology right yep yep that's uh, what it was that i was looking at they i didn't look into it a whole lot but it was a thing that i quick read yeah they they uh conspiracy conspiracy researchers and and uh whoever else i don't know have put forth the idea that the government has looking glass technology which is basically a temporary, like a, a limited form of time travel where they can see in the past and the future, but not like forever, just like a certain period of time, like maybe 50 years, 100 years, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that could be a possibility, I, I don't know. It's fucked up. Um, and it, it would be interesting to know if, if they do have that technology, then what they're doing uh, they're obviously thinking that something is going on that they're having to do this right now. Right. Uh, so whatever is happening, whatever is going on in our world right now, the people who are in control seem to think that there is some sort of timeline that needs to be uh, fixed for them to be on top. And it maybe that's the reason why everything's turning so crazy. Yeah, like it's crunch time. Yeah, they they have to get this accomplished by this certain date. Or if they don't, maybe they'll lose, which they don't want to lose. So they're trying to beat us down as quickly as they can so that they'll win and we lose. Uh, Here's some more questions. Um, Why do they indoctrinate the children at school? Why why do do you have to vaccinate your children as soon as they pop out of the womb? Well, you know, some of it I do understand. At least I understand the logic of it, though I would not choose to do it myself. I do understand the fear because fear drives people to do a lot of things. I mean, look at me. Like, I always said from a very young age, if I ever got cancer, there's no way I would do chemo and radiation. But they don't give you time to think. They instill the fear and then they literally just boom, 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 boom. Like, how many days were we up at Mayo? Like... Every single day, all day long, appointment after appointment after appointment, and then they get you quick in uh, to get your port. They get you quick in to sign you up with this and sign you up with that. Like, you don't have time to think nothing. Um, and I did it, and I, I, I'm i not going to say that I regret it because I made my decisions based on the knowledge I had at the time or the feelings I had at the time, but fear was a huge chunk of that. Right. Huge chunk. So I can understand people wanting kids vaccinated so their child doesn't get sick because, you know, hypothetically speaking, if I sent my kid to school and my kid got this extremely deadly disease from another child and died, my child died because this kid didn't have this vaccine or whatever, or maybe they both don't, or the vaccine didn't work on my kid or whatever, I'd be out for blood because that is my child. That is my my everything right there. Um, so I can understand that. However, I would not do that. I still feel like everyone has the right to choose. Um, and, you know, 
again, a lot of things led to our search situation, but that's why I'm choosing to homeschool and go through the extra work of homeschooling because I don't want that to continue on with my children. I never did, but I always felt I had to work and whatever. So life kind of gave me a forced slowdown. Um, so I didn't have to work and we could make it work and whatever. So I'm like, fuck it. Let's, let's bring them home where they belong. I don't want them to, you know, be like Pavlov's dog. And every time they hear a fucking bell, they hop to it. You know, I didn't want that. I'd never wanted that. I never pictured my kids going to school and yet I fell right in line just like a lot of other people do because of life situations. But I can see how fear would drive uh, people and parents and and just anyone to to want to vaccinate immediately. I could see that. Right. You know, like with our child, we or yeah, well, ours, ours together anyway, um, we pick and chose like we did research on each vaccine that they got at birth and we pick and chose like which ones have been around the longest which ones don't have side effects yeah i think she got like one yeah yeah i think she only got the one because the one had been tried and true for like a really long time yeah the one you were allergic to so we just were like you know what fuck it let's not give that one to her just in case yeah um and then there was one or two, I think, other ones that we just said no to. Yeah, um, and then later on... Same with when they started school. We just, we signed all the waivers to, to not have them vaccinated. Yeah, and if you, you know, as far as we can tell, our kids are doing pretty good. Yeah, they're and perfectly they, they have happy, healthy. they very few amounts of vaccines. They're not allergic to anything. Yeah, they don't nothing. have any behavioral issues. They're not... Um, uh, they don't have ADHD, they don't have autism or uh, Asperger's or anything like that. Uh, right, and we, you know, and that's the thing, we don't know that vaccines can no, contribute no, to I'm that d- either. No, no, I'm just saying that. Uh, but as far as children go, they're quite healthy, I, you know. Right, like we, we didn't follow the vaccine almost, schedule and, right. and they're doing just fine with no deficiencies. Yeah, um, we never do the yearly checkups no, ever. we, we, not we haven't done not, not one checkup for our daughter. She's nine? Or... She's going to be nine. She's yeah. going to be nine. And our son and is our 13. And I think he, I don't remember ever doing a checkup. No. I can recall. Well, I did. So I mean, we take him to the doctor, but right, not, yeah, not for like But a... that's the thing. We take him to the doctor when they need medical attention. That's what, the, in my opinion, the doctor is for. If they need medical attention... You take them to the doctor. Right. Like, you don't just take them to the doctor just for the fuck's sake of it, you know? Yeah, like... To me, that doesn't make sense, but to someone else, it would. Like, when I was growing up, you know, my mom took me to the doctor all the time. You know, if I had a slight cold, she took me, you know, boom, 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 just right on schedule with everything, you know? Um, I... I I was there a lot, and I... There wasn't always shit wrong with me that I remember anyway. I know I had ear infections a lot when I was little, little... But as far back as I can, my brain can remember, I don't remember a lot being wrong with me, but going there quite frequently for this, that, and the other. Um, but we didn't do that with our kids, and they're perfectly fine. Yeah, so why do they need to indoctrinate the kids at school and vac- vaccinate them at birth? I don't know. Um, it, it seems like over the generations, the children have been taken away from their parents and given to the government to be raised for some reason. Well, I think a lot of it too, in my opinion, is, um, or guinea pigs. They gotta, they gotta be able, they gotta have test subjects. They gotta have test subjects of every age, of every ethnicity, of every culture. Um, 
That's what I think a lot of it is. Um, don't get me wrong. I think there are some vaccines out there that probably have done good, like, you know, like polio and stuff like that. Actually, I've never looked into the history of that. Maybe that's not even real. I have no I, idea. I've looked into it and it's very questionable whether the vaccine had any effect because once they came out the vaccine, it, it, polio had already reached herd immunity, basically, by the time the vaccine was mm-hmm. produced. And yeah, I mean, deaths stopped going, started going down, but they were already going down. And the vaccine, right? So I don't know enough. Right. So I don't even know enough um, about like historical vaccines to know if they do anything or not. But in my opinion, I think a lot of it just has to do with the fact that we're guinea pigs, because they don't care about us. We're stepping stones. Their bloodline and their family, which is pure or close to pure or whatever, you know, that's what matters. We're Nothing. We're scum, basically. Yeah, since we're, we're born, expendable. we're born in Nowheresville with no nobody people as parents. That means that we can get experimented on at school, vaccinated, indoctrinated, um, <laughs> tested on with fucking chemicals and the foods and in the skies, the, the, the whole and, yeah. the whole thing. You know, like, uh, and it all starts from birth. It, it appears to start from birth, and. I would say me and Tony are breaking the tradition of what to do as parents because our parents just did what what the normal thing is to do. Um, and we... Have, yeah, that was the standard at the time. Right, right. And it's always changing. However, I wonder... I was thinking about this earlier today, actually, when I was listening to a different podcast, but, um, like, what... Um, I was saying that our our parents chose to do the right thing or or the thing that was popular at that time. Like they didn't question oh, the yeah. vaccine schedule. They didn't question school. They just put us in school and put us got us vaccines. Right. They never thought about not doing that. Right. So they did what they were told was the best at the time, what the standard of care was at the time. The thing I find interesting when I was listening to another podcast was um like a lot of times when there's change in the medical field, there's so much resistance. Um, why why is there so much resistance when there's very clearly answers other, you know, or whatever? Like say someone finds, I don't know, a, a cure for, I don't know, meningitis, whatever. And it was successful. There was no side effects. It was great for the person, the patient, whatever. Um, then they show it to someone. And then it gets shut down. But then, like, years later, that will be the new standard of care or whatever. You know, I don't understand why there's resistance. I don't understand why if someone's got proof of something, you know, like Raymond Reif, he cured all those people of cancer with the Reif technology, with the Reif whatever, but they destroyed his life, obviously, for financial reasons. Um, but things like that, you know, why why is there so much resistance um, towards things that work? Unless there's financial gain and everything else. Well, you know? if they have things that work, then how are they going to be in business and how are they going to stay, stay in control? If everyone's healthy and, and doesn't need to go to the hospital and, and is doing good. That, right. Then... So they start you from the second you pop out. Like, oh, you need us. Oh, you need us. Yeah. Like here, let's Don't give forget you, you, need us. you need 25 vaccines by the time you're five. Um, if you make it through that uh, intact... Then we'll send you to school, uh, which will fuck your mind up. If you can make it through that, then we'll we'll send you to college. So so that's the thing, though. 
our generation is the vaccine generation. You know, like it, we were like prime. Oh yeah, we got we got every know. vaccine there was. Right, uh, we we are like the generation for vaccines that got the bulk of them. Um, so now my guess is that we're in the oh how did they fare uh, phase of it because now like look at me for example I have cancer I now have to go to the doctor all the fucking time. Well, now I don't because I told them I'm not going anymore. But anyway, you know, maybe that's a result. Actually, that came back as one of my, from my holistic doctor, as one of my reasons for cancer based on some of the testing that they did was um, vaccine toxins. So maybe that's a full circle moment right there, guys. Like, I got a bunch of vaccines as a child, some as an adult, I guess. Um, But now I'm in the, okay, now we're at the... 20, 30 year mark, um, since birth or childhood or whatever. And this is what's happened. Okay. So obviously long-term effects means she gets this, that equals this type of cancer or just cancer in general or whatever. Right. Like how many people do you know in our age group? You know, where our age group is, I'm 34, Tony's 33. So our age group is that basically 30 to 40, roughly. Um, how many people do you know who, have no problem with fertility, um, don't have depression or anxiety, uh, are, ha- are in a healthy weight, um, you know. And don't, yeah, don't have <laughs> cancer, shit like that. Like, I mean, virtually everyone we know is has one of these problems. Uh, and, and I will say, obviously, because of my situation, you know, when I was on Facebook, I'm not anymore, but I was part of a lot of groups and a significant amount of people with at least my type of cancer, and then I'm part of some other groups that are, you know, for all kinds of cancers. A lot of them are our age group, a lot of them. And just in our little area alone, which is not very big, I know a few personally here, you know, that has had it our age or does have it and is our age. I mean, again, I think they're looking at long-term effects from vaccines to now, you know what I'm saying? Because they have to do that somehow. Right. And we are guinea pigs. So I think, you know, I'm a prime example of what they're looking for, basically. That's what I think. Yeah, and I've, I've had major depression my whole life. Right, yeah, since you were a little, <laughs> little kid. Since I can recall since from being five. I mean, I recall my whole life, you know. Mm-hmm. Is and that... I had horrible anxiety for six, seven, eight years, like to the point, where, it got to the point where I didn't want to leave the house anymore, you know. And that was all right before my diagnosis. It was leading up to this big blow up, you know, that I, I didn't know this was going to happen, obviously. But looking back, it's like, oh, yeah, there were all the signs and blah, blah, blah. And nobody listened to me because I'm young. And it's like, okay, well, again, you've started this since infancy, since I popped out of my mother's womb. You've started this and now I feel like I'm being tracked. I'm a statistic now. That's what I think. Yeah, we're all statistics and it's uh, it blows, honestly. Right. How many years and traumas must we face before the final showdown? And how many 9-11 style events do we need to be exposed to? It seems like ever since I can remember, since I've been a child, every year there's some sort of major event that the media is telling me I need to care about ever since I've been born yeah like i'm born okay now we've got bush clinton um we've got 
Berlin Wall Falls, 1989. Then we've got the Gulf War in 91, 93, around there. We've got Monica Lewinsky. We've got um, O.J. Simpson trial. We've got um, Bosnia, Kosovo. Uh, then we've got 9-11. Uh, I'm you telling know. you, I, they <laughs> use fear to keep people in line. If things are silent all the time on the news or they're showing happy shit all the time, what good does that do for them? That doesn't make them want to overeat because they're anxious now. That doesn't make them sick with worry because their kid's over in a war or, you know what I mean? Um, or thinking that they're going to be next because that's too close to home or whatever the situation is. It, it, they have to drive fear. That's why all we see is fear. Right. And ultimately, all of these things that happened on the TV and, and the media telling me to care about None of these things affected me, ultimately. Uh, I mean, I, I if they never would have told me, I, how would I know, ever known that there was a Gulf War or 9-11? You know, I lived in Albuquerque. I didn't live anywhere near New York. I mean, none of these things affected me, ultimately, other than just society changing little by little. But day-to-day basis, I was doing the same shit, regardless of hearing about all this nonsense that the news tells me to care about. And I never cared about it. And, and it didn't bother me. I, I just did not care. When I, when 9-11 happened, I didn't care. Didn't, it didn't bother me. I didn't me. know what to think because I was in, what, 8th grade? I was in ninth grade, yep, so, so you were in 8th grade. Yep, I was in 8th grade because I remember I was in Mr. Berg's English class. I remember it very vividly, but I didn't know what to think. Like, I was just sitting in back, listening to my music kind of, and... He came in to tell us, to turn the TV on, and he said, I don't know if your parents are going to like you seeing this, but it's history in the making. I, I'm making a decision, and if your parents don't like it, they can call me or whatever. I was kind of dumbfounded because I've never watched the news. I've never cared for it. I, I choose. That's my choice not to watch it because, again, it doesn't directly affect me, and there's nothing I can do about it. And that's kind of more or less the thoughts that I had at that time, too, was like, well, that's not here is there something we can do? Kind of like going back to my comment earlier, like if you don't need medical attention, why are you going to the doctor? So, you know, while 9-11 was awful and so many people died and that's terrible, but there's not a lot I can do to help those people at, you know, just like here, when someone's sick or something happens, our community rallies together to help us. And I would hope that that's the way it is wherever these local things are going on, you know. Um, but I don't want to be fearful of everything all the time, so I choose not to watch the news. Yeah, why? Why is it that um, that they do that? What's what's their motive? And I, I think a huge part is honestly just fear. And yeah, when is the like? When's it gonna just blow up already? Yeah, like how how many traumas are we gonna face before the final showdown? Just get over, get it over with already. Well, I think everybody's kind of waiting for that first big punch. You know, just, I'm sh- I don't know, maybe you guys aren't like this, but, you know, I say this to my kids. My dad kind of said something along the lines to me is basically, don't throw the first punch, but if you get punched, you can finish it. You know, I think a lot of people have that kind of mindset too. Like, man, if they step over that line, that's it. Or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But the problem is, is that every single person on this planet has their own idea of what that line is. Right. And, and they until... need more people 
to have the same line to actually do some anything of value. Right. Does that makes sense. And, until the line is so egregious that the average person can't ignore it anymore, that's when we'll have to have some sort of a conflict. But until then, people will just keep accepting what's happening. You know, I'm sure there's lots of people like us who've decided to homeschool their kids. And, you know, we're, we're pretty much completely disconnecting from the system right. as much I mean, as we, we really, possibly we can. We really are. Um, speaking of homeschooling, if you homeschool your children, please email us. Let's talk about that. What we got going on seems to work pretty well, but I'd love to hear from you guys to see what you guys are doing with your kids. Yeah, we, we homeschool the kids. Uh, we've got chickens. We live in a rural area. We... Well, it's weird. We live in like a neighborhood, but it's a like there's not really anything around our neighborhood. So it's weird. But yeah, it's like a little country country neighborhood thing. I don't know. Yeah, if you're if you're from Wisconsin, you would know. Just go outside the city. It's pretty much the same everywhere in Wisconsin, at least. Same in Minnesota. Go outside any other any big city. Go to a or small the, one or the actual suburbs, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah. What are the leaders, air quotes, leaders doing in Washington D.C.? I don't know, because again, I don't follow any of that. I have no idea what are they doing. I don't know. That I wonder if. The whole. I mean, I, I think the pre- president is just a front man. He's just a pawn who can be bought off to say things and do things that other people want in exchange for a very hefty um, salary every year for the rest of his life, is what I think. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what they're doing because I don't follow any of that. I keep my nose out of that. Well, I think what they're doing is nothing. And I think everything they do and televise is just a bunch of bullshit purely to appease people. Uh, I, I don't think that the leaders in Washington, supposed leaders, are doing anything other than propping themselves up for their own gain. And then that's about it. <laughs> so Right. I mean, think of it this way. Um, say there's a lab, okay, and they're studying any disease whatsoever. They have thousands and thousands of mice that they test on every day. And then, you know, if something doesn't work, the mouse, the mouse dies and they throw it away. And then they move on to the next mouse. And then sometimes um, a mouse that has had treatment or whatever, you know, might do okay, but it can't do too okay. You know, they got to keep it kind of in this realm of mediocrity, I guess. But they're expendable because you can breed mice like crazy. Well, we already do that. We are already overpopulated. Already there's so, too many I people. I mean, supposedly. We're yeah. supposedly Supposed, overpopulated. Again, yes. Supposedly we're overpopulated. But how many... I can't. I mean, I could name off quite a few people right now who shouldn't be having children, but they're popping them out like fucking bunny rabbits. We are expendable. They are the lab technicians. We are the mice. That's the only way that I can think about it. So they're doing whatever they can to prop up themselves, like you said. That's what the leaders are doing. Yeah, I would say stop caring about your supposed leaders in Congress. Just because I, I assure you, they don't. About them they don't care about you. Yeah, they've forgotten about you, and they never. Once they got elected, that was the last time they even thought about a constituent. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Why is the truth being so heavily censored by by everything? Like the truth seems to be just completely censored. Because I think going back to earlier stuff, I think that they need to instill fear. And 
I also think that they're in a state of panic. For whatever reason, right now is a crunch time for them, for whatever their agenda may be. So I think that right now they're doing any and everything that they can to censor the truth, censor people who think outside the box, who think differently, who question things. That's not what they want. They want to get rid of everyone who questions things. They only want people who, you know, they can spoon feed them bullshit all day long and they swallow it. That's what they want. Right. That's what I think is going on right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's nuts. Um, why do most people seem to be in a state of despair or ignorance? Well, I mean, to be fair, I'm pretty ignorant with a lot of this stuff. Like, you're the one that does the most of the whatever. Like, I'm awake to it, but I don't want to know about it, you know? And I think that, honestly, that's a problem in and of itself and with a lot of people, too, because they don't want to deal with it. They just want to live their fucking life. And also, I think people don't expect people to purposely choose to hurt someone else or to do bad things for towards someone else. But it does happen uh, quite a bit, you know. So I don't know. I think that, I don't know. I think a lot of people, it's just a lot to, to absorb in mentally, especially when you've got day-to-day life going on that you're already struggling with. It's a whole nother ballpark to throw this. It's like choosing to pull in bullshit to your daily life. At least that's the way I feel about it. Like, I got enough stress in everyday life. I don't want to research this stuff and put more stress on myself. <laughs> right. Like, I understand some of it. I'm interested in some of it. But it's a lot mentally to take on. Right. And I think a lot of people personally feel that way. I know a couple of my friends do. But they're more the type that they just don't care. It's not... Like, I care. But... It's just too much for me, especially right now when I got my own stressors going on and whatever. But I know a lot of people who just straight up don't care and they don't want to care. You know, they want to keep their nose to the grindstone and just live their life. Yeah, just uh, Monday through Friday, drinking on the weekends. Monday through Friday, drinking on the weekends. Yeah, repeat, repeat, repeat. Repeat, uh, wake up uh, someday on your deathbed and then that'll be it. (laughs) Right. And that's not what I want. Um, I mean, that, you know, there's nothing, you know, nothing obvi- wrong with that. That's where you want to live. That's fine. Right. Yeah. The, everybody's on a different path, you know. Um, and I hope that at some point life gets less stressful for me slash us. And I will have more availability to, to push further with some of this stuff. Well, because... not everybody has a Derek in their life who is exactly. just constantly doing, making contingency plans and doing all this shit. Right. Most people... If they do have another partner, uh, they're definitely not um, just doing all kinds of shit like that, like I'm doing each day. Right. Um, if they if they do have a partner at all, mm-hmm. and if you don't have a partner in life, um, it, it makes it that much more difficult to care about any of the types of shit that we talk about. Because when do you got time to care about it? When your kids are screaming at you. And you don't have a husband you, you or don't wife have, yeah, to you fucking don't, you gotta work, help, with you, help you. You got to work all day long, sometimes overtime. Uh, you, you don't have enough money. You can't buy good food. You know, there's so much every day. So I understand it because I myself, I feel that way sometimes. Like, it's not that I don't care about this stuff. It's just I have to prioritize what I care about right now. And I think most of the people are that way. Um, however, there are some people that just go along with it because that's what they were taught. That's what they were told to do. So they do it, you know, um, kind of like our parents' generation, like they didn't like how they grew up. So they, you know, 
raised us differently, um, which kind of, in my opinion, backfired a little bit, but we went into the vaccine uh, era, I guess, you know, and they did that without question. They didn't question it. Oh, what are the stats on this? What does it do? Um, are, what are the side effects? Like, let's go over this. Let's talk about it. Let's research it. You know, they didn't do any of that. They were told, you know, the police and the government are good and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these are the people. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. Right. Is I mean, police, government, um, doctors, the, they're all good the school, people. The, yeah. Uh, the school, they're all people you can trust. And they're partially right. There are people within all those communities that you can very much trust because everybody has free choice. Everybody has different morals and whatever, but a lot of them are corrupt, but sometimes they don't even know that they're corrupt. That's part of the problem. So I had this conversation the other day with someone, um, and I'm only using this, uh, scenario because it's something that I know. So I apologize again for bringing up medical stuff, but like my oncologist, I don't think he intends to do me wrong and steer me wrong with treatments and everything. However, he's taught in his school, what he's taught to learn and what he's taught to talk about. And then he goes and works for a hospital that they have policies, policies in which they can't say certain things, can't do certain things. So can you really blame them either? Because in a sense, you know, unless they do their own research uh, outside of what they're taught and what, you know, all that, what they went to school for, they wouldn't know either. So essentially they're ignorant to certain things too. Right. But is that by choice or is it just because they're ignorant? Just just because, yeah. you know, because they trust the system. They trust the flow of things. Right. And they're heavily benefiting off of the status quo because right. of But I do believe there are some good doctors out there and no, good I'm, teachers uh, obviously and there is, good police sure. officers and good whatever. Um, but they can't know unless they're taught it and they're not taught it. Because who tells all these corporations and organizations what to teach? You know, that's a huge factor in it. So who decided that we should even send kids to school anyway? I mean, wh why should kids go be with some random people all day? Like they, they should be see, around their parents. Right. That was my that was always <laughs> my um, thinking when I was younger. You know, obviously with my son, I had to work because I was a single mom. But I was always like, why do I want to work all day when I have children that I'm paying someone else basically my salary to raise and then what kind of values are they getting what kind of decisions are being made in their life what kind of food are they eating like i don't really have a say in it. i mean i do to a point but i don't know what happens once i drop my kids off at daycare yeah who knows i mean i can ask them but you know again who knows if their babysitter hypothetically is like, I'm going to give you chocolate pudding every day for lunch, but you can't tell your mom. You have to tell her that you ate carrots all day yeah. or whatever. I guarantee you kids would do that. You know, oh, yeah. so I don't know what is being done or taught there. Um, but that was always something I always wondered. Why would I pay someone else basically a good portion of my money that I'm earning to raise my children? That is so backwards to me. Um, but again, I fell in line just like so many of us do have to sometimes or just do because we think we have to. But yeah, I think a lot of the ignorance isn't chosen per se. They just don't see it well, right, that's for what, more than what it, what they're saying it is. Right. That's what ignorance is. You, you just don't know. Right. And how can you know until you know? <laughs> right. But that's the thing. Like, I think with some people, ignorance is a choice. 
like in my situation personally, like I'm choosing to be ignorant because I just don't want to deal with any more stress. However, there are some people who are ignorant just because they're ignorant because they haven't been taught that. They haven't been shown right. that there's that knowledge has not been brought to yeah, their forefront. Yeah, true ignorance uh, just like right. just went in line with everything and never ventured outside the realms of, right. of whatever's been prescribed. And a lot of people apparently are like that. And I, I'm very poor uh, at guessing, I guess, how many, just how many people are in lack of knowledge or not awake yet. I assume everybody can kind of see it because I can see it too. Um, but apparently that's not the case at all. Like apparently a lot of people are uneducated in any of this stuff. Right. And it, it's it's hard to get educated in these types of um, subjects because they're, every single one you research is shittier than the last. It's not like you're uh, finding out things that are awesome. Oftentimes you're finding out things that suck and then it makes you question your own existence, reality, you know, so it's not really a fun thing to do. But the truth is just the truth. And I think it's it's wise to know the truth, because at least if you know the truth then you know what you can what you should and shouldn't be doing in life. And if, if at least if we could get the truth from somewhere, um, it would help us in our daily lives. Uh, so I would say seek the truth and uh, you'll be set free or whatever that quote is. You know, mm -hmm. the, truth the truth shall set you free. Shall shut you free? The truth shall set you free. There you go. You got it. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's pretty much it for this episode. We just kind of wanted to talk about a few things. Uh, I've got another topic for next week, but this was kind of a filler ep episode because we are leaving on our Christmas little trip. Uh we're going to a little water park for a Christmas thing. So we're going to be gone for a few days. So we wanted to get this episode in before we left. And we were able to do it. So I'm glad that glad we did. Well, you have another question right there that I think that we should go over. What are um, some things we can do daily to kind of, you know, keep the system at bay? Oh, yeah. Well, what, what can we do daily to thwart the system? Yes. What can we do daily? So me personally... I can just ignore it, like, because I know you're gonna bring well, it to me anyway. Well, for you one. have, you don't have Facebook anymore. Well, I have a Facebook, right. I just don't use it anymore. Yeah, you're yeah. daily not using it. Yeah, so one, I'm not using social media because I don't want to see the bullshit propaganda because none of that's real anyway. Um, I do have a, I wouldn't call it secret, but I have a group, um, private group on Instagram where we share stuff that gets, you know, before it gets taken down, essentially. Um, that is true. It's by real people videoing it and passing it around, which is great. Um, what else could we do? Well, what we do, we, we do a lot. Uh, every single day we take our t different types of vitamins, a bunch of d vitamin D3. We uh, wake up at a decent time. We go to bed at a decent time. We drink uh, plenty of water. We get uh, exercise. We um play games with the kids we we teach the kids what they need to be taught we right, take care of our animals essentially we're essentially we're cycle breaking is what we're doing um, yeah we're which... trying to make the next generation um better than than our generation uh, by showing them the path that we we were shown a path but we have seen the errors in that path and now we're trying to correct it so that our kids can grow up to 
not go into the same pitfalls we went into. And even if they do go into them, they'll have better tools to be able to get out of the pitfalls when they right. find yeah, themselves we, in we them. Work, we work a lot. Well, at least I do with some of their schooling. Like I make them journal every day. I want them to learn how to regulate their emotions, learn how they respond to things instead of react to things. Um, you know, just little things like that. Like we're not perfect parents. Nobody is. Parenting didn't come with a fucking handbook and, you know, everything's trial and error. But we're trying to break cycles. We don't want to pass on like generational trauma. You know, just because my great-grandparents did it to my grandparents, my grandparents did it to my parents, my parents did it to me. I don't want that. So I took a lot of those things that I saw and I stopped them. Um, anytime, you know, the kids have an issue, I take them aside and sit down and talk with them. You know, I'm trying to do things differently so that they have better tools on how to regulate themselves as a human being, but also have morals and stand up for themselves too. Uh, you know, I, I try not to be too big to apologize to them when I'm wrong. I just had to do that the other day. My daughter was right about something and I yelled at her and was like, you shouldn't talk about things you don't know. Well, guess what? I had to eat curl on that one and I had to say, look, I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. I was wrong. You were right. I'm sorry. And now she has a decision whether she wants to forgive me, uh, whether that be now, later, ever, you know, that's on her now. Um, so yeah, that's some of the things that we're doing. Yeah, I would say just uh, just doing things daily is the key to success if you want to succeed in any realm of anything. If you just do things daily that are positive, ultimately you will start to have a more positive experience. Just if you see something that is sucks, try to make it not suck each day. Well, and another <laughs> thing too that people forget about, and I've talked about this before on different episodes, but... Trust yourself. Trust your intuition. Trust your gut. If something doesn't feel right, it's not right. Whether that be collectively or just for you, it doesn't matter. If it doesn't feel right to you, don't do it. You know, uh, yeah, I, I, that, I've been really trying hard to just follow my instincts and just kind of surrender to it because your body, just like an animal, you know, your body picks up things before your brain can comprehend it. And then your brain... Because it's taking in all this stimulus forms a different opinion than what your body does. But your body knows first. First and foremost, always. So if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. If it feels great, probably should do it. You know, unless you're a serial killer, which, you know. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> uh, but maybe, you know, uh, make a voodoo doll or something instead that you could kill. Or, you know, I don't know how, I don't know what would a good replacement for that would be if it felt good to you. <laughs> Um, just please don't do that. Yeah, just please don't <laughs> do any any of that nonsense. But my point is, is if you're around someone or something or even the government stuff and you're watching TV and you see this stuff, if it doesn't feel right, it's not. If it feels right to you, it is because it has your reality is your reality. So there's that. Yeah, uh, that just about does it for this episode. Thank you for tuning in once again. Uh, you can find our um, podcast at or you can find all of our info at uh doublethoughtdimension.com you can find our link tree there our link tree is on and then you can go to our email which is uh dt wait what is dt dimension at protonmail.com you can go to the instagram instagram at miracle mondays miracle monday dt underscore miracle oh yeah dt underscore miracle monday uh, then you can find us on Apple, Spotify, whatever, all the the big ones, whatever. 
or you can just type it into your thing and uh, make it work from there. But yeah, thanks again for tuning in. And remember, if you're hearing this, you are the resistance. We'll see you next week.